this week on Media Delta? The Wizard. It... it's so bad. It's... really... just... so... bad. Hello, and welcome to, I guess, technically our first, like, real episode of 2021 uh, for Media Delta. <sighs> Starting off of a banger of a thing, when... when when video game like movies tend to come up, this is one that tends to come up a lot. Um, this was, I, I would say probably one of the first ones, if not like, I'm pretty sure this is like the first theatrical video game movie. Um, outside of maybe like war games or something. Uh, but one that dealt with like actual video games and yeah. Um, we're talking the, about um, we're talking about the wizard today. Um, Why, howdy, are we? I am this mad. Wizard. <laughs> I am mad. This is a movie that um, is bad for multiple reasons, uh, which we will get into probably very deeply. Um, but before we start, um, I I got a few others who are also talking about it so please introduce yourselves hi i'm x and i'm here to lay waste to this piece of shit movie <laughs> halt flow of time i'll pay you back later it's donut secret California. it's coolio i fucking hate you coolio <laughs> <laughs> i hate you so much right now i'm torpotypist i'm excited to finally see super mario brothers 3 yeah. Yeah. Um before seeing Yeah. It, it's hard to describe where exactly this movie sucks because it sucks a lot. The the answer is all of it. It's the whole way through. So the general gist of the movie is that it, this is a quote unquote family film uh about a <laughs> I don't even know where to start with it. Basically it's about uh, two siblings who are kind of just going uh, that the younger youngest of the sibling basically just all he really says is California. Uh, and in basically they run away from home and in doing so they find out about a video game tournament that's happening in uh, Los Angeles. So it's a road movie about um, a bunch of kids basically going to California for a video game tournament and along the way. Uh, there are some uh, very uh, lazy advertisements for Nintendo products. Yeah, also the super, the movie is super aimless until like 40 minutes in. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to think. I'm like, I'm like what what even was this movie well, about? He originally tries to run away from home from his little with his little brother. And then they find the girl and Day they just Lewis. fuck off. And then one day... They find out, like, while they're at some fucking place, they find out, oh, the brother's good at video games, whatever. So they start conning people for money, and then they learn about the video game tournament. Yeah. Like, it fucking meanders like a son of a bitch for a good while. It's true. The plot just kind of happens. Nobody seemed to want to try to figure out properly why he was talking about California. Yeah, they just bumbled into the solution. Yeah. Um... 
and it's so, so much more than all of that. It is so much. It is, it is <laughs> but at a at a at a kind of a glance of it, that's kind of what it is. But if, in the core of it, it is. It's, it is. It's, it's a, a a kid breaks his sibling out of an institution to take him to California, and then along the way they find a tournament, and then yeah, and Jenny Lewis it, who enables them. Yes. Um, who they con out of money initially. She grows up to be a rich folk artist. It's okay. She's fine. I guess what, we're, what we'll just do is, because I, I have a feeling I know what the answer is. We're just going to go round robin and just say one thing that you specifically want to call out. Round because robin. we've all we've all kind of said what, what we felt about this movie. So to be fair, there's actually I, not a whole lot to talk about plot wise. It's mostly just. It's, a loosely strung together series of video games inaccurately portrayed. Sure. I yeah. want to take a very shallow take, so y'all go deep. Be also, variety. a bunch of fucking travel montages. <laughs> also, um, because I something tells me I have a feeling I know what you're going to go into. Right, the but, other thing, too, is I, the main cast is full of idiotic white kids who are really good at getting their money st- taken. Yes. Sure. Really good at it. Just snatched. Multiple so, times. Axe. It happens multiple times. So, Axe, what do you want to talk about this movie? Here we go. I mm-hmm. agonized over what I wanted to say about this movie because this movie pisses me off on a personal level. Uh, it's time to talk about PTSD. Um, it does. It does a, a couple of things. First of all, it it it's a poor representation of a person with autism. But it's uh, it's it's, it's uh, he has PTSD. Thank you. Yeah, yeah they, the they, they, PTSD. PTSD. Well, yes. let, let me let me let me just yeah. say, all right, the kid is coded as having autism. They don't explicitly say throughout the movie that he has it, but he's very much coded to have it. One hundred percent. They they mm-hmm. absolutely try to argue that his autism is directly correlated, if not caused by PTSD, caused by seeing his sister drown, right in front of him. There are so many fucking things wrong with that on its head, first of all. Um, second Look, of everyone all... Everyone knows that trauma, much like vaccines, causes autism. Second of all, <laughs> it's not just the portrayal of autism by a neurotypical person, uh, which is also another shitty thing about this movie, is that they couldn't even be bothered to find somebody with autism to play the fucking role. The, the other thing is how disgusting every single human being around the kid is. Everybody sucks except for maybe the father and the one son, played by Christian Slater. And they start sucking real hard at the end. They're they're like the only two (laughs) characters in the entire movie that don't seem to have any ulterior motives. But Jimmy's actual father throws him in an institution because he can't be bothered to fucking figure out how to help the child to get him the support no, no. Isn't that care that he needs. Stepdad? That's the stepdad. I think it's yeah. the stepdad, yeah. Yeah, Cause, yeah cause... the mom took only Jimmy in the divorce. Only Jimmy. Just one kid. Only Jimmy. There's a lot messed up with this movie. It's, the it's late very, 80s, it's early very, 90s are it's bad. It's very confusing. It's, yes. it's yeah, no, no, because the picture at the, end, at the end actually really answers it. But yes, no, okay, so to clarify, there are two families here. There's initially one family, which is Jimmy, his two older brothers, and his parents. After his twin sister died uh, in a horrible accident in front of his eyes, 
uh, and eventually split the family up. So the mother apparently just took Jimmy. The other two sons, who gives a shit? They're with dad forever. But Jimmy is the one she wanted to take. That being said. And then she remarried. Two pieces of shit. So she and this dude basically agree to put this this kid with autism into an institution. It, it's 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 a home, but it's a fucking institution. Let's but just call it what it fucking just is. Because they don't know how to manage him, but it's like he's not hard to work with. Yeah, yeah the kid seems pretty chill. Like there's <laughs> there's there's so much I want to talk about, and it's so hard to actually like put it into words. But um, but everybody around him is disgusting. Uh, his brother, oh, his brother uses him like in, in, initially, initially, it seems like his brother genuinely cares about getting him the help that he needs. Then yeah. it turns out that all he cares about is exploiting this kid. And okay, that's exactly so, what he fucking does. So and not only him, fair. he picks up, he picks up this other person. Damn, Jenny Lewis. Who, who enables this exploitation. And not only enables it, but continues, but continues. I'd really like to talk because y'all keep interrupting me. I just wanted to clarify something about their initial, whatever. Yeah, I'm just just saying, man, you're fine. You're fine. Because this, this movie has me like, I sat through this film just in a constant state of rage because it, it only gets one thing right. And that is that. People, people with autism get treated pretty fucking terribly, and um, it, it it brought back quite a lot of, uh, of fun memories for me. But just the way that every everybody in Jimmy's life wants to use him in some way, his parents want to use him as a, a way to get out of actually having to parent. I know that sounds mm-hmm. weird, but that's exactly what they do. They yeah. shove. They shuttle this kid off to a fucking institution so they don't have to deal with him, but they don't let him with his real father, who may be able to help him, who may want to help him. So they do that. Then his own brother, his own flesh and blood, realizes he has a gift. And let's let's talk. We can we can go on about uh, autism and sovereignty and that. Rain Man was one year before this. Fuck! I I. They My fi- nothing. Fucking Rain Man. Ru- just. I hate Rain Man. I, 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 yeah. So, I mean, we, we could talk about the autism and sovereignty at, at a different point, but, uh, so his own brother and then this random chick that he doesn't even know who joins in on it helps him exploit this child. And this is supposed to be a family movie. That's the worst part about it. It's, it's, it's disguises itself as a family film but it's an exploitation film. That's all it is, is people exploiting this kid. This, the, the, the parents hire this uh, uh, private, private investigator, I guess you would call him, to hunt this kid down. And he explicitly states he's only doing it for money. So this kid exists just to give this guy a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Everybody in Jimmy's life uses him as nothing more than an object to meet their own goals. It is... It is such a disgusting movie on so many fucking levels. You right. Yeah, uh, yep. It's it's great also because to go back to the bounty hunter really quick, uh, this is a man who 
goes out of his way to make everyone else miserable. He assaults people. He slashes tires. He threatens a man with a knife. He sucks. He's just nonstop piece of shit. He roughs up a kid. He pretends to be the kid's He's so father. mean so, to that so, child. Yeah, he, he pretends to be the kid's father so that security could actually bring the kid to him at one point. Uh, yeah, and also, nice. to clarify about uh, his, his younger brother, uh, Jimmy's younger older brother, um, initially he was just kind of helping him run away, and then immediately the second he found out he had a talent is when he started scamming people. The second. Which, yeah. The moment. Immediate. Like, not even a second thought was like, oh shit, I can get money. Come on, little brother. Fuck your problems. It's and you know what? Some money. And you know what really sucks about this movie is that in the end, the ultimate lesson is the Rudolph lesson. Jimmy only is valuable to this entire group of people because of his gift to play games. He, he throughout the throughout the whole movie, the 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 stepdad and the mother really just wanted to get him back so they could throw him in the institution. But mm -hmm. when they see him play that game and win, suddenly magically. They even the bounty hunter changes at the end. And it's gets so excited. strange, right? Okay. Like everybody so, changes. They all one eighty. I love that the mom is like, <laughs> "Why don't you go spend some time with your your brothers, knowing full well she's the one who tore Jimmy away from them?" Right. And this poor kid. He and they and they literally give him two lines the entire movie. The entire movie, he's just sitting there in the background, being an object. And it's so sad. It's like, what, what the fuck? Why would you guys care about this kid? Now, I went a step further. It's so, I went I'm a step further. You, than... I'm glad you found a point in this, because I found zero point at the end. I was like, nobody learned anything here. They just treated this kid like shit for an hour and a half. I they went treated a step... the kid like shit and were rewarded for it. I went a step further. And not only did I watch the movie, but I watched one of the featurettes called A Clinical Analysis of the Wizard. Clinical Analysis. I do kind of want to watch that one, too, actually. It was exactly what I expected it would be. It was a very surface-level analysis of autism. And they actually, in the, in the, the uh, featurette, say that the kid has autism. That was the intention. Mm -hmm. um, they give a very surface-level, like, you could, you, you could easily find this information online. Uh, uh, analysis of him having autism. And then have the audacity to say that this movie has depth. But, the, but they, they say the very first thing that the, the featurette says is this movie has a lot more uh, psychological depth than a Nintendo advertisement. Those I mean, are the fucking me, words what? that are used. Let me, let me jump in with the, the clinical analysis shit for a second since that's my, I guess, quote unquote expertise. So at the late eighties, early nineties, it was horseshit. Nobody knew what the hell they were talking about and everybody was talking out their ass. They've barely got a grasp on it now in the past what decade, decade and a half. Late eighties, early nineties, I mean they had just started queer history. People didn't know shit. They were stupid and they were foolish just talking out their ass and it hurt so many people. And the featurette even lends credence to the idea that Jimmy's PTSD and in some way was connected to him having autism. Um, now, it's possible that he, his PTSD could be exacerbated by some of the symptoms of having autism, specifically the ones that Jimmy had. Because no two people with autism are the fucking same. It's not the same for everybody. 
there's some guidelines to autism and understanding it and recognizing it. And there are people who may share some symptoms, but each person with autism uh, reflects them differently, handles them differently, differently, talks differently. It's almost as if we're not just a diagnosis, but yeah, people. Yeah, you're talking about. <laughs> it's a spectrum. And I say we because I'm on the, I don't want to say I'm on the spectrum. I have autism. And I'm nothing like the character Jimmy. You know, I'm very vocal. <laughs> I speak. <laughs> I say words. There might be recorded medium in which you can <laughs> clearly see that. And there are people who are nonverbal, but they are able to express themselves through different things like using a tablet or drawings or, mm -hmm. you know, pictures. There are so many. T and this is again, this is this is during, you know, the 80s and all that. So we, we still didn't understand autism. Autism, I believe, was fairly new around nine, 1914, if I remember my, my history correctly, was mm. one of the first in instances of autism being uh, diagnosed. So this is a very new diagnosis. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't mean to take up all the time. I'm trying not to. But I, have, I, I just have so much to say about how much... I hate this movie, not only for its portrayal of autism, but its portrayal of the people around the person with autism, as well as the ultimate lesson, which is Jimmy was not valuable to anybody, anybody, mm. until they found out. Until he won $50,000. Yeah, yep. until they found out that he had a gift for playing video games. Yeah, and this... once he had usefulness, once he had fucking usefulness, that's when his family gave a shit about him, like truly gave a shit about him. Yeah, this movie's pretty much like a don't, just don't do this to anybody, ever, video. That's the only lesson to take away from this movie. Don't yeah. do this to people. It's very unkind. And don't I'll try to yield the floor to somebody else, because I, I could literally go the entire time of this, this, this recording. It's cool. I'm up next in the alphabet, and I got fun talks. All right, so let's see. So I'm not going to go so much into the abhorrent nature of this movie but what interested me the most was just the cast the cast was everywhere so yeah the dad who was maybe the only redeeming character Bo bridges he played a very like john ritter-esque goofy dad character it was the only redeemable feature of this movie like yeah i thought he was a little cute that's one thing that's fine but like he was a pretty decent dad i mean he got into the weird argument with um christian with a young christian slater that was a little strange, which resulted in him um, playing Castlevania Simon's Quest all morning. That was a strange, strange that 180. He was playing a shitty game in a shitty location when he should have been looking for his fucking son. So, but yeah, oh. it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the worst level. Bless his heart. That fool. I would say, yeah, going back to the kind of dad he was, like, even at the beginning, like, he was trying to cook for his sons, even though he was clearly inept at it. He was fucking trying. He was trying. Thing. He was trying. Like, blessed is that. He was trying, at least. The mother did give a shit. The mother looking like a... Who did I say she looked like? It was Wendy Phillips. But she looked um, She looked like a bootleg Jane Fonda. It's like they, they couldn't afford the better of actors i guess in terms of like a b bullshit list back then so they got who they could you can't get john ritter get bo bridges you can't get jane fonda go get wendy phillips you think you got fred savage here before the wonder years but i think this was 
post was Wonder it post? Years. Because it's, could... it's 1989. Okay, so Wonder Years was like, yeah. It was at the time of yeah. the Wonder Years. Two years was... after The Princess Bride as well. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. He was in that. Why is he in he this He sure movie? was, because you got to get work somewhere. He's a child actor, man. He was just trying to build up that resume. He wasn't... Money don't print itself, motherfucker. <laughs> His brother wasn't doing shit. His brother was like three. He couldn't go out there and make money. Who else was going to support the savage family life? God, imagine going from the, <laughs> the Princess Bride to this travesty of a film. Going to this and then flip-flop. And then hanging out with Winnie Cooper with not Danica Patrick, Danica Mick, whatever it was. Yeah. And then my big thing is I forgot that the little red-haired girl who is super exploitative and weird in this movie is Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis, who people may not know, was in the band Rilo Kylie, which was on the Saddle Creek records with bands like Bright Eyes and people like that. We see who else was on Saddle Creek. But yeah, she's um she's very like metric if you take just the folksy bits and take out all the like electronic bits, just throw all that away. But pretty uh, yeah, chill. Make it worse. <laughs> Listen, I like Rilo Kylie, so it's okay if it's not your gym jam. But she was in the postal service for a little bit. She was in um, I mean, Jenny and Joni. That's Germany. a solid job to have, I guess. Yeah, postal service is a good time. She was in Nice as Fuck. That's a cool band name. But yeah, she made her debut in Jello commercials and commercials for Barbie. So it's really just interesting to see like all these people who weren't really in their stride yet hadn't really got their career figured out yet like fred savage was barely dreaming of being a producer at this point he was like fucking nine but geez just this movie was a trash fire i don't like at the end how everybody just decided that oh well i guess this kid even though he's been on the run for a while he's making me money now so let's all start cheering for him. okay yeah so that's the <laughs> other weird thing too is where they finally like solve his his PTSD problem. It's because his they bumble into the location. Bumble. Nothing is discussed or anything. And, it's like, oh yeah, this is where we were last together, and that's it. Like, and you know, the like, and I didn't think about that. And my last thing before I just to get it up because I'm pretty much done with. I don't have a lot to talk about it. But the thing that killed me is like this young child's plot is not dissimilar to the beginning of Sleepaway Camp. So... Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I can't believe you would me. fucking invoke that horrible ass movie. Holy all shit. I thought about, that's all I thought about when I was like, wait a second. Holy shit. So his sister, wait a second. Because I watched that over Halloween with a friend and I was just like, wow. That I'm so really fucking sorry you wasted part of your life watching <laughs> that transphobic piece of horror shit. It's really weird. It's really, it's like the movie had me up until the end and I was like, uh. So, so just to, just to put this into context, just to put this into context, Sleepaway Camp is a a slasher horror film where at the end it is revealed that the the killer was a young a young girl who turned out to be a young boy, well, and they tell you this by showing you their penis. Well, yeah, and it's so weird because you know something's wrong at the beginning because you see what happens and then you're like, where is everybody? And then you see the weird aunt and you're like, okay, there's this little girl. And then, yeah, the little girl's... The little girl, yeah, the, my aunt really fucked that Wait, child up. How, 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 how young? If that's how they showed that off. Very young. Oh, my God. Just, A you, child. You've probably, you've probably seen the image from the end of Sleepaway Camp. Just, like, it's on I YouTube for free. It's on YouTube for free. It's 
I I'm not going to link to it. Because <laughs> yeah, just don't look it up. Just know the answer is young. They're a child. Great. They're literally a child. Great. But yeah, that's that's the great that's the great twist is that the killer was trans the entire time. It's a horrible fucking movie. Yeah. Regardless. But yeah. Be nice to kids, please. Yes, please. <laughs> so the feature, just want to point out, the featurette also touched on the ending where he his PTSD is cured, and they go, "Well, we didn't we didn't intend it to to mean that he was cured, but it very much is coded that they cured him of his PTSD, and all and and in a way cured him of his selective mutism, which yeah. they argued he did was talk. he did talk. Yeah, at the very end, which in that weird like X is talking about, it was a weird like solution. I was like, well, why the fuck is he talking now? Why now? So is everything fit? You can't. That's not how this goes. And and the other thing that bugs me too is it almost implies that he's sort of cured of his autism because throughout mm-hmm. the movie he shies away from physical touch. It's one of his key things. He doesn't really like physical touch. And at the end, he goes and hugs his dad. And just that one moment, the way that they filmed it, it really felt like they were trying to imply that his autism and his PTSD were both so deeply connected that curing one helped cure the other. Man. And it's so fucked up. You know, they could have fixed that by just, like, adding a scene at the beginning with, like, the dad and the son having, like, a heartfelt moment. And so, then, like, them being torn apart. That is one thing I do kind of want to bring up when the point that is you were going further with this point. I do have something to kind of add on to that, which actually is a con- more of a condemnation this movie than another one. It deserves one. it. It needs it. Tear this movie apart. Um, it's not even so, a good game demo movie. So, apparently, according to the director, Todd, uh, Todd Holland, which I keep on wanting to say Tom Holland, it definitely is not Tom Holland. Tom I do not Holland. associate him with it. Um, originally, apparently, this movie's meant to be two and a half hours long. Excuse me. It was supposed to have an extended backstory before the two, which that's a this movie's already way too long. Yeah, you yeah, remember, you need an entire extra hour to establish this backstory. You needed like maybe two minutes. Remember right. yesterday when you asked me how it was going and I screamed, how is there still a half an hour left? It's too <laughs> fucking long. We too yeah. got to that point in the movie where we were like, hmm, <laughs> what do you mean there's 30 minutes left? Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> things that like, it meanders so hard that you lose track of time, only realize, wow, this movie's actually not that long, but it feels like it. I hate those. Yeah. Because nothing... Yeah, well, because, like, for a while, it's just conning people in travel montages jenny lewis making dumb jokes and then we get a goal and then it's more conning people in travel montages and them losing their money for like the millionth time that's true fritz savage can't keep up all his stupid money no it's great because like they fucking flash this giant wad of cash at these farmers expecting them to not do something and then they took their shit and then they conned some people who were very pissed about it and unsurprisingly, they came and beat their asses and stole their shit. You know what? I guess to their credit, I will say I have had to tell many a child at my job to stop waving their money around because people will take it. And then it gets taken and they ask me why. And I say, children. <laughs> you don't show Some your people money. People are bad. <laughs> people steal. Did you know that people see things and steal them sometimes? It's a thing that happens in the world. 
That's why it's called thievery. All right. Well, I think it is uh, now Coolio's time to Coolio. say how much you hate this movie, too. Uh, oh, well, no. the, the thing about that, well, it's not, I'm not going to say that I particularly enjoyed this movie, but I will say I've watched it before a few times and I actually kind of enjoyed it then, but that's because I wasn't thinking about it. It, it hits different. And yeah, that's the thing. If you don't really think about what's happening, about the themes that are involved in this movie, then it's something that can kind of be enjoyed. It's something that is targeted toward children, like especially considering the fact that it's literally just selling you all of the Nintendo games as well as Super Mario Brothers 3, which is coming out in two months. Mm-hmm. And the Power Glove, which just came out last week. Oh, that's how garbage. It isn't even used the way they used it in the movie. Yeah, it, there's a lot of questions, but it's if you're that that's pretty much the the main thing that uh, that I would say is if you're not thinking about it, okay, fine, maybe you can kind of enjoy it. But there there are a lot of things wrong with this movie. It does not understand the concept of autism or. Uh, mental health issues it does not even understand the concept of video games for the most part (laughs) like how like i i feel like some of the characters just start rattling off a series of things that may or may not actually happen in the Mm -hmm. games that they're talking about the the answer is they don't actually that entire fucking don't that whole montage of her calling the nintendo hotline (laughs) <laughs> that whole montage is bullshit. Yeah. That, that $100 phone call. <laughs> $100. You know what? It definitely was never that. My mother would have never called the Nintendo Power Hotline if it was that much. Well, I think the Hell point no. was how long she was on the line yeah. for. They, no, they cut your ass off. That shit was a lie. That movie got yeah, so she kept calling over and over. <laughs> well, she's a fool. <laughs> yeah. 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 At one point, they're just out. like, do you want us... At one point, they just asked you if you want the player's guide. Like, do you want us to send you this guide? Right, well, probably she was asking about different games. They had to, yeah. So really quick, they had to teach that kid what was it like seventy different games? Yeah, it was like seventy nine, yeah. I think they said, and it was like, oh, we'd play thirty of the whatever. And the impetus was on him the entire time to learn and memorize these things, which Did is also imagine? great. And I, I actually had to remind myself that Play Choice Ten was a thing when they when they started playing NES games in a uh, in an arcade. Like I've never been in the presence of a Play Choice Ten. So yeah, I have once in the back of a bowling alley. It was very sketchy. So like from a technical standpoint, uh, the thing that technically technically those were not Play Choice Tens. Those were Play Choice machines, which were actually a separate thing. That had fewer games on them and only had one Ooh. screen because the PlayChoice 10 has was actually a dual screen kind of thing because there was a monitor that you look at that would be placed like generally where the arcade game like if you think about standing in like an arcade cabinet it'd be where it is and then there'd be a machine or a cabinet or a uh, thing at the top that would basically give you a uh, kind of description of like here's what the game is. Okay. Um, uh, but it's also weird seeing play choice machines because play choice 10 machines were a lot more common. That mm. is like the one thing that I can contribute to this movie. <laughs> um, 
um is that kind of knowledge because yeah this this movie doesn't even do that right though to be fair uh double dragon ninja ninja gaiden uh teenage mutant ninja turtles and i'm trying to think what else. i think they showed off another game on adventure there. of link was heard yeah, they played it on the actual NES. The ones that they actually played at the arcade one were, in fact, games that did, in fact, have, like, Play Choice 10 versions of it. Um, I like that Simon's Quick has got a shout-out. Don't other, play it, but... The weird thing is, though, is that, for like, in a different... Like, there is a thing where they're talking about a specific game. They keep call it F1 Dream. That is not what F1 Dream looks like. Uh, that <laughs> is, I believe, Chase HQ. Um, because F1 Dream is a top-down game, and the game they show is like a going into the screen, like a super scalar-looking game. But that is... <laughs> so they can't even get that right. The one also, thing you had going for it. I also have one question. How the hell did the girl know about the damn whistle? Um, yeah, yeah, what the hell? Why'd she know yeah. all the shit? Yeah, the like they all whistle in Mario Three. They knew way too much. It was weird, right? They knew so fucking much. Like just they were out of just... out of nowhere, they know they know these deep secrets about a game that literally just got shown to them five seconds ago. Yeah, not five even seconds. released. Yeah. yeah. How do you find that war point in stage three? Hell no. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he has like a million points and wins the competition. Like there aren't really that many more points in World Four than there are in World One. Yeah, that contest didn't make any sense. <laughs> so yeah, my my take is probably the most shallow of them all, but it's it's kind of a. a I, I feel like it's worth looking at why someone would think this is good. Feel that though, because when we all saw this movie, probably originally we were all probably like you know baby children, so we didn't know. No, actually, I saw it for I, the first time like two years ago. Yeah, okay, so well, that's that's on you. That's on you. Well, <laughs> I was like five when I first saw this movie. All I remember is literally the end and seeing you know Super Mario Brothers three and be like, oh cool, Super Mario Brothers three. Okay, all right, I'm done. But that was already out, so I could just go play it. So I didn't care. I just turned on Mega Man and went about my day. But yeah, I can see. It's a good movie to like go back to when you're an adult so you can look back at the mistakes of previous generations so that we can fix those wrong. Yeah, that's about what I gotta say. <laughs> Alright, Dorpo. Yeah, so my issue is, is a slightly different one. If we're talking about the objectification of Jimmy... Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> what did he do? Damn, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. nothing. He God, did nothing. Now I'm, now I'm just remembering. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just oh, reminded James. of co, 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 host. Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, no. So the thing I will say is that Jimmy is supposed to be the main character. It's even named for him after they call him the wizard. He's not the main character. The main character is his, his younger, older brother. His idiot. He does daughter, everything. Stupid. Has all these emotional revelations gets the girl somehow despite them having zero chemistry being children and the entire kiss being super dumb and bad and forced and he's the one who also makes out with the money and gets all the friends and jimmy does nothing jimmy is a walking plot device who exists to move things along he doesn't actually have any moments he doesn't actually do anything notable except for at the beginning and at the end the beginning when he is walking away from home 
and even then not really doing anything at the very end where he talks and says something and, and still not much but otherwise he's just a plot device he do, he's not actually a character he's not a character in his own movie which is kind of impressive he or just James. exists to move things and it's just it's more of that treating people with autism as objects as as things that exist within the world that we don't quite understand we don't want to understand and we just kind of shuffle them around they they don't even try to write him as a character he, he's just a plot device he doesn't actually do anything at all he doesn't make friends he doesn't have meaningful moments he doesn't learn anything he doesn't like attempt anything meaningful he's just always at the arcade winning money it's the same thing as rain walking, man walking, except walking, yeah he is a MacGuffin with feet. Damn Tom Cruise. I hate it. Yeah. And it's it's a kind of actually miserable that the movie, the main, what's supposed to be the main character isn't actually the main character in his own damn movie. And it's like kind of sad. If just going, going back to like just using fucking Axe's thing as a jumping off point, which is this is the purest form of objectification, actually. He is mm -hmm. an object. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like We're I said, he, he exists to serve the people around him. He has, mm -hmm. he, has no, he has no motivations. He has no goals. He has, he has no future. He's just there to make everybody else feel good. Once again, nobody learns anything. The mom doesn't learn anything. Jenny Lewis, she's why was she there? got him. Once again, I need to emphasize this again. The mom in the divorce only took Jimmy, who she is going to have institutionalized anyway. Yeah. The other sons, though, fuck them. And so it rings really hollow when at the end of the movie she says, uh, why don't you go spend some time with your brothers and your dad? And it's like, <laughs> bitch! Yeah, oh, you because of you. But see, the implication is that Jimmy's, Jimmy's gift has taught everybody the true meaning of family and what it should be. Bullshit! Jimmy, Jimmy recovering from his PTSD. And it's also like, nobody actually seems to feel bad about the dead daughter. Except for the dad. The dad, who when he talks about it, seems to kind of feel bad. But like, the mom didn't give a shit. I was gonna say, you mentioned that until like... Near the end of the movie. Yeah, like, like there was like 40 minutes left of the movie and they first mentioned it. Although I, I want to say that I think they give the briefest of mentions. Or like, even like, um... Like a, no, they do mention that tore the family apart. Yeah, like at the beginning, I think they make no. like a slight or okay. No. The, the the daughter doesn't get mentioned until like the last thirty minutes of the movie. It's it's yeah. a, it's it's and the and it's exposited by Corey. He's the he's the one that, that basically tells uh, I forgot what her name is the the girl. Jenny Lewis. I don't want to call her, call her Jenny, but I don't think uh, just call her Jenny Lewis. Lewis. Just call her Jenny Lewis. It's Haley. Haley, yeah. So, I mean, he explains to Haley exactly what happened. And, and again, it's, it's late in the movie. We've been dragged on this, this annoying journey for so long for, to have this reveal. And then it just makes it, it, the reveals are so infuriating. When you, the when reveal you is, is great, too, because it is immediately overshadowed by the kiss. Immediately. Yeah. So, like, even the big reveal about the dead sister gets fucking no time to breathe. Oh yeah, that was happening in the same scene when she was talking about her vague mom with vague problems. And... Yeah, also we learned that her mom has a gambling addiction, never gets addressed ever again. She just leaves her daughter in this trailer in the desert for no reason. That's yeah, it. and That's she just kind of goes with their family at the end. It's never actually said like what happens to her. 
Never explained. That's why I just assumed that the movie is just her real life. And then afterwards, she was like, I'm going to go make a band. Bye, y'all. And that's it. <laughs> this is actually a Jenny Lewis biopic. Jenny <laughs> <laughs> Lewis so was much. the wizard the entire time. Jenny <laughs> Lewis was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> fuck wasn't Jimmy? Jesus. Jimmy is not a character. He makes no course, friends. He, course, he gets yeah. nothing. He gets absolutely like the fifty grand is not gonna be his. It's gonna be He's taken by his parents. Immediately. It's going to be taken by his mom. It's gonna right. get taxed and then mom's gonna take it. Yep. Mom and her shithead husband who wanted to get him institutionalized. Like his life isn't going to improve at all. No. He's probably still gonna get thrown out. It's great. Nobody yeah. learns any lessons. There's, there's nothing to learn. Nothing was learned. Nobody gained anything. Everything was lost. And that scene where he's stacking up the, uh, I think they were popcorn. Yeah. The scene yeah, where he's stacking them up. Boxes, yeah. And Corey keeps knocking them down and yelling at him. I got so fucking upset and angry at that scene because people did that shit to me. Because I wasn't getting what they were putting down, what they wanted me to do. I wasn't doing things the way that they want. I got fired from a job because I wasn't learning the material from orientation the way the trainer wanted me to. I've had people do that shit to me. And it's so fucking infuriating. Yeah, I've had a similar thing happen to me. So... God, this movie just, it sucks from top to bottom. It's on a surface level, it sucks because its plot is awful. Uh, there's tons of plot holes. Uh, the characters are one dimensional and shitty. And then, and then you dig deeper and you just find that's nothing but pure exploitation. Fuck this movie. Yeah, so re really quick, I do want to say for, I don't talk about it a whole lot, but yes, I also have ASD. So. There's a reason I'm making all these jokes. It's because I actually fucking despise this movie. Intensely. And I work with a lot of kids, you know, on the spectrum, so... It just sucks when you look back at shit like this. Because I remember, like... I remember the first time when I was in, like, high school and I started working with kids that were in the spectrum, and I was just like, huh. So you're telling me that every bit of media and every idiot person has talked to me is wrong. Okay, I should probably like maybe consider this for a career because this shit ain't good. There's a good reason why <laughs> Rain Man is my the worst. the worst movie ever made. I consider so it the bad, worst dude. movie ever made. There's well, a it's good not even about him. Whale. It's about Tom White. Cruise, and we don't need to know about Tom Cruise being crazy. We already know he's crazy. White whale, holy grail. Like one day, Media Delta is going to open up, and I will bandy to have Rain Man on the list. Only so I can do what I'm planning to do with this movie, and that is to dunk this piece of shit into 21. See, see, 21. see, jo jokes on you. You're gonna request Rain Man, and then I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, send you the legitimate copy of this the movie, and you turn it on. Oh no, it's all of Saint Elsewhere. You piece no. of shit. <laughs> How fucking dare you? No, First you, of all, you no. can fit the entire series on one disc, motherfucker. It's okay. No, it's no, okay. No, 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 no. See, it's Lolo, what you do is, bags. what you do, Lolo, is you take Rain Man, and then at the very end, you splice in the end. <laughs> oh my no. fucking god! No. Yeah, I hate, you, I just, hate. you just gotta send Lolo the entirety of Degrassi in her turn. It's just watching. <laughs> uh, 
And Staying outside the door with the gun is like, if you, you can't leave till you watch it all. I wonder if this movie is part of the Tommy Westfall universe. God damn it. No. It probably <laughs> is at this point. But regardless. Um, just, just uh, I, I realize this, the topic has been kind of buried but beneath like three other topics at this point, but I will say I'm also ASD. And just to, to kind of go on something that Axe said, where everyone who you know is autistic, is on spectrum, whatever, doesn't experience autism the same, kind of the same thing here, where I didn't despise this movie as much as everyone else. I recognize mm-hmm. what's wrong with it, but I'm, I don't despise it like everyone does. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I... Uh, I, I, I... I don't have ASD and I don't work with kids that do. So I actually don't have any. It's okay. Oh, your your feelings are okay still valid, Lolo. The okay. point You're is right. individuality is what's the most important. We're, we're giving you a pass to have feelings on this, Lolo. Treatment <laughs> should be Otherwise, like everyone has, it's like, uh, I, I'm I'm the host of this. this <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. We give you a pass to have feelings about this as long as they're negative. Otherwise, we oh, will no, shove no, you no, off no, the plane. No. <laughs> I'll dump your books if you give this a positive review. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, Torpa, did you have anything else to add? No, I, I, I've said my main piece, which is just basically just jumping off of axes. Yeah, because um, I also uh, will say I hate this movie with a lot. Like, um, it's also great. Feelings. It, it it's great because it's kind of the thing I realized because I I like Torpo did not watch this until I think like a couple years ago. And um, we watched it at the same time. I'm pretty I, sure for that. I episode. think yeah. Um, also, one other little bit of trivia that I think it's kind of funny. Uh, this is Toby McGuire's uh, first movie. Yes, yes, it is. He is in this movie. He was one of yeah. Lucas's goons, wasn't he? Yes. yes, at the yeah. very end when they're on the steps. God, and you know it's in the second you see him. Yeah, it was his great. face did not change at all. At all, not a bit. Um, so the thing that I thought I was thinking about it, it it's great. Um, is that I thought about it's like okay, maybe I'm just th- it, like if I'm thinking of it, would I would there be a period in my life in which I think that I would enjoy this movie? The answer is no. So I was thinking about it. If I watched this as a kid. The Nintendo stuff's so shallow that it might as well just be, like, it's really poorly done. Um, so I don't think I would have gotten anything out of that. Uh, if I watched it a little bit older, when I was an older kid, and I can actually, like, care about the plot. The plot, it's bad. Like, it's just a boring movie if you take out even, like, even if Jimmy was a character. It's just a bad movie. Like, it's just dumb. Like, the plot's just dumb. Uh, yeah, no, as I said, it's all about fucking ripping people off and then immediately getting their money ripped from them over and over. They're... And then realizing you can exploit somebody for the rest of their life. Somebody new. Yeah, no, once again, they learn nothing. See, the thing is, is that you actually can do this kind of movie. And it's actually something that I, I now realize because it's actually kind of funny. Because when I was watching this movie, I was actually thinking of another movie, which kind of has the same plot, uh, which is the Sylvester Stallone movie Over the Top. Uh, which is kind of the same plot, except it's in re- kind of not in reverse, but it's a different person is going to the competition. It's the because basically it is Sylvester Stallone. And I think his like a strange son, I believe, is who the kind of pair is. 
Uh, the thing is, it's the in the dad's a trucker, so they're going across the country to go to this competition. The thing is, it's the dad that's going to the competition, so it at least makes a little bit better because it's him going for it in the straight son up, just along for the ride. Yeah, straight up to prove himself to his son. But the funny thing is, I did not realize this. The truck from that movie is in this movie. You that's even weird. see really? you even see the uh, name of the trucking company from the movie over the top. It's it actually you see it in the wizard, like in a in if you like pause it. Did he just like hugged his son and told him he loved him? I feel like there's no, a lot of toxic illegal. masculinity in this movie. It, 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 it wasn't that great, <laughs> movie, <laughs> but it was better than this. Um, that is a strange wife dies. Damn. I yeah, it's it wasn't a great movie, but it's it's better than this. For uh, for that matter, so you, you were talking about that. I'm just thinking like. They don't even understand the concept of how towing companies work. I was a towing <laughs> dispatcher for yeah, like that five years. Not fucking do that because he would lose his job in an instant. Yes, <laughs> you verify the owner of the vehicle before you do anything. Not just that, but they started the stripping dispatch. the car the moment they got it to the fucking yeah, He straight up took it to a fucking chop yeah. shop. I was going to say, someone's mm. going to jail for that. What yeah. GTA ass town are someone... we in? Someone's going to jail for the fact that they were playing bumper cars. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just so much bad with this movie that it's kind of amazing in a way that uh, also the thing about it is that's kind of funny is like, oh, no one's ever seen Super Mario Brothers 3. Except for the EGM and GamePro were definitely things at this time. So they would have definitely seen it because Super Mario Brothers 3 was like two months out. Like even Nintendo Power probably would have covered it. They yep. yeah, once again, they even called a magazine Nintendo. the power. They still it's... call it Nintendo because you know Nintendo would have come down on them. So Nintendo was in part never mind. They said not the magazine though. Everything <laughs> else, but don't you touch that magazine. Oh, also, uh apparently Wikipedia was going a little bit on the um uh okay. Jesus Christ. I was Wikipedia was going a little bit on what the some of the stuff that was deleted from the two and a half hour thing. Um apparently Christian Slater's character was gonna be an alcoholic. Oh, He's like 17. Christ. What the fuck? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, is it's just well, the, the, dad dad that, the dad mentions at one point that he started drinking. He does mention it briefly when they're sleeping uh. in the same bed together. Well, yeah, no, no, this is well like, this yeah, is well before. Yeah, yeah, no, that. no, no. It's like calling him a punk and in, in how he's been kind of just getting out of touch with them. And yeah, he mentions drinking, but like, I always thought it was like, ah, you know, teens drinking. That kind of stupid dog. No, apparently Well, you know what they say, torpid teen drinking is very bad. Also, the fact that Christian Slater was in this movie, around the same time as he was in a movie called Heathers. And spoiler alert for a 30-year-old movie, in that movie, Christian Slater tries to kill an entire school. He sure does. He fails. He gets his fucking hand blown off. Only reason I ever remember Heathers is at all is because I love my dead gay son. son, yes. I, I just, I just, wa- I just uh, watched it recently. So. Was it's the same year that this movie came out. Yeah. There's another, so another movie about uh, movie reels where he's a, p- a pedophile, so he's got that going for him. Right. Yeah, Winona Ryder blows the fuck out of his hand with like a cold python. Just bangs uh, burdens the shit out of him. 
Also, I, I like the fact that I was looking up Christian Sark because I actually can't remember anything else that he's been in uh, other than, I guess, Heather. Uh, apparently, he was in the first Austin Powers movie uh, yeah. where he's credited as easily, flew, uh, easily fooled a security guard. Easily I think he's not oh shit, that's right. He, that's why I know he's he's Edward Carnby in the whole yeah. movie. I was about to say he's Edward Carnby. He's in a lot of things. Um he's in Phineas and Ferb sometimes. I never watched that, so he's I wouldn't It's a good show. You should watch it. It is a good show. That's good. Um I haven't learned what I'm an aglet is. God, he's also, one of those names that I've just heard a lot, but I cannot tell you for the life of me what he's been in. He was yeah. a voice in Friend Godly, The Last Rainforest. He's a oh, is he the dude? Of Thieves. Like, oh, oh, God. Um, I, so much. Either way. Either way. It's, it's like Bo, Bo Bridges. It's like, I know Bo Bridges is a name that's like... Uh, the only thing that I know Bo Bridges was in is Stargate SG-1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was in Stargate. Um... But yeah, it's, this movie sucks. So it's in every possible way. Um, Bill Bridges was in Max Payne. He was B.B. Hensley. Like, this movie's just insultingly bad. There's, there is nothing redeeming about it. Um, also, I do like, uh, to the point where, it, yeah, and basically critics hated it. Roger Ebert uh, basically said, yeah, uh, this is a cynical exploitation film with a lot of just commercial plugs. You know what I would rather watch than this? I would rather watch The Good Son. <laughs> I would rather Actually, watch that fucking movie. Really quick, this. I do want to mention something because I just remembered it now. Uh, the whole reason that the, the, the whole story about the dead sister even comes out is because the kids just got beat to shit by a bunch of people they fucking grifted. And just the picture fell out of Jimmy's lunchbox. They were learning okay. how to be crust punks early. And that's the whole reason. His hand is forced is the entire reason he talks about the backstory. Yeah. Does it because he has to. Also, it's great because they just happen to be passing by the dinosaur things. That mm -hmm. it's great when you think about like what those things are. Ah, yes, it, I love Novak. Yeah. It's, I think it is. It's... Also, apparently, that those dinosaurs is where the large barge scene takes place in the Pee Wee's Big Adventure. And another minor thing that bothers me, and it bothered me every time it did it. And Coolio actually mentioned it at the very, 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 very beginning of this of this cast. And that is the way he says California. It's said in that very specific, uh, very exaggerated kind of drawl that is usually assigned to people who have uh, mental limitations specifically people who have down syndrome it leans so heavily close to the yeah. kind of speech and that pisses me off it was real bothersome it made me upset it was like yeah this, uh, poor jane what a terrible movie so let's burn this movie from the from yeah. the annals of history yeah does anyone have anything else they want to talk about with this i'm done I think mm. I, I feel my tank slowly. I, I want draining. I want to move on with my life. Nine, right. eight, 1989, Bo Bridges can only get me through so much. All right. Love of sloppy bears. 
What's wrong with a good old sloppy bear every now and then, you know? <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and rank this. Uh, if we're going to rank this, he's going to remove 1 to 21 scale with 1 being absolute mass craft, can't make any better. Uh, and 21 being absolute garbage, don't even bother watching. Uh, see, see this movie, uh, not, to, not to push anyone's hand. So, Axe, what are you, you going to give this? This deserves nothing higher and nothing lower than 21. Fuck this movie. All right. Donut. Uh, where are the extra ones for, like, super weird garbage? It's 666. It is not. There is not, like, a, no, an ironic thing. No, there's no fun weird garbage. watching this. I, I knew uh, fun once, and then I watched this movie. I want to take Coolio's insight into mine but i also want to take my personal feelings so follow your heart this is about your heart and nobody else's it's okay my fart my heart my fart, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you know what let's go with that let's start with a two for this fart and end it with a zero i'm gonna give it a 20. all right cool i'm gonna go along with that 20 um because it is like i said possible for someone out there to maybe enjoy this even if it is riddled with problems and also for the fact that i don't think this is as bad as megami tensei that's so bad it's a bad movie that movie's so bad all right please don't watch that movie so my argument here uh to what you said is just because at least one person can enjoy it doesn't mean that it's worth the 20 because <laughs> uh, this is intensely problematic but even when it's not problematic it's just boring or kind of shitty. Because I love watching children repeatedly get roughed the fuck up. Over and over. It's great. I'm saying 21. Yep. Uh, I once also... again, the kids repeatedly get fucked up by people older than them. Yeah, you know, speaking of, I want to watch kids fight each other all the time. Just go play or watch Megami Tensei. And again, yep. the, the movie's main moral is that it's okay and good to exploit people with disabilities. It, it, it also is great because it's also great to make fake uh, uh, sexual assault claims, too. Mm. Yeah, Jenny Lewis. She did, she did say that man touched her boobie and he didn't touch her titty. He was doing some shitty shit. She should have just said, that man is taking that small white child. Stop him. Done. Easy. It's also great because she then sucked, sucked, sicked a bitch, a bunch of truckers on him, too. My brain, I'm tired. I don't, I don't even want to touch that Freudian slip. Yeah. <laughs> please don't. Please, let's pretend it didn't happen. Lolo, just cut it from the audio. But yeah, it's not just... It's yeah. It's not just that she did that. She then sicked a bunch of truckers on him under the guise of that. Yeah, there's just a lot that happened in this movie. Everybody in this movie sucked. They're all terrible. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue that everyone. like, aside from Jimmy, no one could see past their nose in this movie. Sometimes yep. Will Bridges could, but not often. His rage yeah. for that man got away. Got in the way of his love for his Also, like the the older older brother never really had a chance to be a character. Yeah. <laughs> He was he was just a comic every foil. time he was on screen the dad was taking the limelight. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I also I was also going to say twenty one because I I do feel that it is actually as bad as Megami Tensei Digital Devil Song because at least that was forty five minutes long. 
This is not. Right, and at yeah, least like, that can be a gateway to fun. This isn't a gateway to fun. Yeah, it, it, it's, this is, it's just like, there are very different but very specific kinds of bad that I feel pin them both in this category. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to fight to put this in 20. If everyone else is 21, then go for it. Yeah, I ain't dying on this hill. Fuck this hill. <laughs> I feel I feel so vindicated right. now. Uh, I'm leaving I, this hill by. <laughs> I won my fight last week. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, you got your you got your Sonic. So, yeah. Um. Got my sled. I'm taking. I'm sliding off this hill. Yeah, this mm-hmm. this movie's bad. Um, let's see. This was a Luke, Lucas movie. said it best. It's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know what? I actually used to have a uh, a power glove, and that work out for if you. if you know how to actually work it, it's not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. It, it's kind of the it's the Windows ME of NES peripherals. Wow. Mm. I like that you're no underline it, underline it, I'd underline it. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I do want to oh, say there is really no quick, underline in this apparently. I want to um, say really quick though is that there's only one good thing about this, and that is the fact that regular show made a parody of it that is infinitely better. Yeah, you know what? I'm fine with that, Lolo. That, that, that's I do, there. I do like <laughs> Super bold that shit. There, it's I now see. Comic Sans as well. Oh boy, <laughs> Comic Sans. Um, I know the answer to this. Is there anything we want to call out in music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art? Thumbs Just down like, everything. Downs uh, everything. I say, down. I would say no, I, I, okay. down. standard kind of 80s fair, don't thumbs that down. Everything else is fine to go. Yeah, no, like the music was not even anything to care about, but it's also like not offensive either. Yeah. Uh, um. For Nate, right. I would say, boy, it is the Xties, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's the things that I'm wondering. Is okay, what are these? Okay, the, boy, it's the Xties is one of them. This is definitely. It's too yeah. damn long. It's too damn long. I think yeah, I think that's the other one. Is that it's too long? Oh, you don't want product placement to an obscene amount? Jesus Christ, no! I like I'm a Nintendo person. I grew up on Nintendo. I love it. I I, like I hated this movie for it. I hated the product placement. Oh god, yeah. What, oh man, what is okay? So what is the thing that gets? What's the two? Unless, it it basically is an hour and a half commercial for for Nintendo. I do feel like the product placement is the the more de- damning thing it's about it. Yeah, super shoehorned in. So it's. Mm, I won't fight on that. That's that that works fine. It's great mm, when you're hearing okay, Bow Bridges talk about all the wrong things about teenage. Wait, Mitchell. oh, I can I can fit three. I can fit yes, three. the first three charms. <laughs> I've been telling you you could do a third one for fucking ages. Thank you. I, I am making all of the historic events of Media Delta here. Yeah. It's so great. Just opening up that Delta. You did it, Lolo. Yes. A wizard. Uh, we, we, have, we have unlocked the mythical third charm. I feel Little. ultra vindicated uh, now. Here. The Delta Lolo. has been fertilized. Lolo, you're a wizard. <laughs> At least you're not a pinball wizard. <sighs> All right. Sure plays a mean pinball. At least you don't know Jenny Lewis. Yeah. All yeah, right. That might that, be cool. 
That, that was the wizard. I actually feel slightly better. <laughs> Isn't it cathartic? I, I feel like I've exercised a demon. See, it's yeah, it like, good. I, you know, actually, I don't, I, I don't want to say these curse words. I'm going to say it because it's fun. Mm. I don't think we can actually get a worse movie than this. Wow! Wow! Disagree. Open the door. I disagree. Because I, yeah, I just like that's going to be the worst movie for a while. It's like, a worst. Uh, it's a bad movie, but for very specific reasons. Production-wise, there are far worse movies. I suppose. Like I'm not exaggerating that this movie had had me in an angry state. Like I'm already dealing with enough stuff, but this movie put me in such a bad state of mind. Because it's just it's just such an offensively unfunny, uninteresting, uh, ignorant piece of film. Yeah. Now, as I said, like this thing is bad and deserves twenty one for very specific reasons. But I believe there are other move movies from a production standpoint that are much worse. Oh yeah, absolutely. E- yeah. Even without opening up Media Delta to to. Uh, other uh, non-gaming related films. There are yeah, we haven't definitely... done anything Uwe Boll yet. Yeah, oh we haven't. No, that's why when we did the re-ranking, then I'm like, oh man, we need to, we need to, we can't just have two ranks be like the bad one. We we need to at least expand it a little bit. And then we do we yeah, this is the post re-rank, the first post re-ranking. We didn't even need to go through the re-ranking. We just went straight to the bottom. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. I mean, this movie is just one long race to the bottom. How how ignorant and shitty can it possibly go? Uh, it's, it's a race to California, actually. Shut up. That's what he said. I'm sorry, that's what they it's said. The bottom, of, the, the, bottom. the bottom of California. They're going from Utah. That's, that's what this is. This this is this is a Nintendo-themed game of Millborn. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> I haven't played that in years. Oh, yeah, it's I actually one of my favorite card games. It's a good card game. I think that's everything at this point. Yeah, I think yeah. I, my my I, tank is empty, and I've I, I've I've unleashed my fury. All right, the wizard can die now. I I got vindicated. It's at twenty one where it belongs. Vindicated. Yep. I was selfish. I was wrong. I was right. I swear I'm right. I swear I knew it all along. Oh my god! Shut up. <laughs> Just like Spider Man. Who's also in this movie? I fucking I hate vindication. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, all right. So before we had talk about what we're doing next week, Axe, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yes, actually, I want to plug the Autistic Self Advocacy Network. Uh, it's a fantastic organization with plenty of resources, not just for people with autism, but uh, those who uh, are related to or know or work with people with autism. All right. Uh, Donut. Shit, I was just going to plug myself. I'll plug something nice, too. Hi, my name is Donut. You can follow me on Twitter at at Donut underscore secret. Please check out my page to see lots of Black, Indigenous, and other people of color's art. Please spread it around. Please help um, support people with their co-fees. Take a look. All right, cool, Uh, Yeah, so I guess... I'll 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 go three things this time. First, my uh, the let's play group that I'm a part of, uh, Low Bias Gaming at lowbiasgaming.net. Uh, second, the um, 
radio show slash podcast that I run, uh, Square Wave Symphony, your home for video games, chip tunes, and all things weird and geeky, which is at lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim and also at squaresim on Twitter, where if you're listening to this um, at the time of release, uh, the last episode on the feed is uh, going to actually feature Axe and Lolo uh, joining me in a very long reading of the news of the weird. Uh, and third, uh, just I guess one thing one thing that I would say is there's usually going to be some resources out there uh, if if you feel like you need to find your place in the world, there are resources such as in Halifax here. Uh, there is the Dalhousie uh, School of Social Work Community Clinic, as well as Autism Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia, that helps people with ASD uh, try to, you know, establish where they are and where they can be in life. Uh, and if you're not in Halifax, uh, if you're not in Nova Scotia, there is plenty of other resources out there. If you need to look those up, please do. All right, uh, Torpo. Uh, twitch.tv slash torpentypus and at torpentypus on Twitter. Uh, and I would like to, uh, so first off, 100% agree with Axe. Seriously, follow up on that shit. Uh, secondly, I would like to plug anyone who, uh, follows Autism Speaks or supports them. You will die. I will find you. Thank you. Autism Speaks is a fucking foul organization, uh, and should never be supported at all. Autism Speaks sucks, and William Shatner is an asshole. It's true. Oh, yeah, but that's just a given. Shatner's a piece of shit. Yeah, but he's a double asshole because he bullies people with autism. Triple asshole. I hate him. I just wanted to, you know, hate him. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. You're justified. <laughs> yep. You are very justified. William Shatner is a piece of shit for a variety of reasons. Absolutely. But he also bullies people with autism, so he's ultra shit. And that's the takeaway yeah, from cool. this. Yes. Fuck William Shatner. Yeah. Fuck William Shatner. That's the whole point of the fucking movie. That's what we've been leading to. This. That's what the only reason we did this podcast, folks, is so that I'm we sure. could say fuck William Shatner. And it fuck jokes William on you. Shatner. You thought Friday actually that's not going to work because you know what? That, was, that joke's not going to work because this no, is not when it's going to come out. Uh, we're doing William Shatner's type war, except we're not. Uh, anyway. No. No. <laughs> no. We're playing anyway. all the Star Trek games. Actually, what we're doing next is actually very good because we needed something really good. After what are we doing movie. next, Lolo? Uh, well, we're doing a little movie called Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, yes, a palate oh. cleanse. I love. So, I love ginger so movies. <laughs> and perfect timing for it too. Yeah. Um, True. I love Raiders. So. So. so I love Arcs. Yeah. Uh, so I that's Nazis. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> yeah. So that's what we're watching next week. So uh, with the hot takes. Yes. The, the hot like that that dude's face melting that's also it's very hot. Nazis when they die. Melting. Only good Nazis are dead Nazis. Exactly. Uh-huh. I only like my Nazis in candle wax form. Yes. Either way. Any, anyway. Raiders of the Lost Ark, next time. Yes, next week. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Make sure to tune in. Either you can probably guess when that one's going to end up. <laughs> but still watch anyway. Or listen. Anyway, thanks for listening. Have a good night. Or morning. Or afternoon. Whatever time it is. Morning after you're watching this. night. <laughs> <laughs> the time in which you listen. I have a wonderful time. Have a wonderful day.
Have a pleasant time. Thumbs Exist. Up. We'll be done soon, we yeah. promise. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll stop. Maybe what's yep. charmed. If you would like to look at the full list of rankings for yourself, please visit r3.ldp.life and go to the Media Delta List tab. If you would like to watch Media Delta's sister show, Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can either watch at youtube.ldp.life or by tuning into twitch.tv slash lodopuzzlo at 7.30 p.m. on Fridays, 2.30 p.m. on Saturdays, and 1 p.m. on Sundays. All those times are from the Eastern U.S. time zone. If you would like to discuss this episode with the community, you can do so by joining our Discord server, which you can do so by go going to discord.ldp.life. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you tune in for our next episode.